Is there a common ground between religion and psychology? Father Victor White, friend and contemporary of Carl Jung, seems to think there is a common ground. Welcome to the Monday Muse, I'm Lee Benson. Before we begin, remember to like, comment, share, subscribe, do all the things to help me battle the algorithm gods. Also, if you'd like to ask me a question, you can email me at basicallyrelatedpodcast at gmail.com. Today, I'm discussing a part of a book called Soul and Psyche on the relationship of psychotherapy and religion by Father Victor White, OP. Father Victor White was a friend and contemporary of Carl Jung's, and he was very much interested in the intersection of psychology and religion, particularly the, the psychology of Carl Jung. As I said, they were friends. They have many letters together, uh, back and forth. Later in life, they ended up kind of splitting ways, I believe it was over uh, Jung's book, Answer to Job, and Jung's theory of evil that caused them to go their separate ways. So just a little bit of background on Victor White. So Father Victor White was a British Dominican friar, theologian, and philosopher, and he made many contributions to both the fields of theology and psychology, but he was mainly interested in the intersection of both, and he talked to many contemporary psychologists other than Jung at the time, but principally he's known for his commentary on Jungian psychology and its potential integration into Catholic theology. The book, Soul and Psyche, is principally on Jungian psychology. It, he mentions other psychologists in the book, but it's mainly about Jung and his psychology. So what I'm talking about today is the common ground that Victor White sees between psychology on one hand and theology on the other. So let's dive in. Father Victor White wants to clear the ground for discussion and collaboration on religion and psychology. So in order to do this, he needs to find some common ground from the standpoint of psychology and the viewpoint of theological studies. But what is the common ground? What is the thing that both psychology and theology share? And he says that the subject matter that they both have in common is mankind. It's the human person. For Victor White, psychology concerns itself with man's mentality, his outlook, his patterns of behavior, his conduct, his interaction with the world. And he argues, to a certain extent, theology has the same aim in mind. Both psychology and religion are concerned with humans and their healthy functioning in the world. So with that in mind, that the common ground between religion and psychology is man, he goes into a little bit of distinctions about what is the difference between the soul that is studied in religion and the psyche that's studied in psychology. So he goes through some propositions. Some people say that the distinction between soul and psyche is, are two different categories, that the psyche belongs to psychology and the soul belongs to religion. But for Father Victor White, this could lead to erroneous conclusions particularly in the realm of psychotherapy. For instance, the guardian of Tom's soul, his priest, his pastor, may tell him that a certain behavior is a moral sin and therefore bad for his soul. However, the psychotherapist may say that that is not a sin and it's good for his psyche, so he should engage in that sin. What is Tom to do? 
But Victor White says that the truths of faith and the truths of philosophy or psychology, for that matter, cannot contradict themselves. And if there is a contradiction, there should be an examination as to why these things contradict. He argues that something cannot be both good and bad for an, indi- for an individual's well-being. It cannot be bad spiritually, but good psychologically, since man is a united being. He's both soul and mind. He's body and soul. The soul is not something that is restricted to one sector of human life. So Victor White rejects the idea that the psyche and the soul can be something separated, that they might be, there might be some distinction, but there's no separation between the two. And he proves this lack of separation by going through the New Testament, some different passages from the New Testament, and then into early, and then into early philosophy with the church fathers, and then into the medieval period, look, looking at and examining what is the soul. So the word in the New Testament, the Greek word that is translated soul is suke or psyche. And throughout the New Testament, psyche stands for the whole person, all of his functionings. And it seems that life and soul are so intertwined in their translations that it seems as though they're equivalent terms. So he gives a few references. I won't reference, reference them all. There's many of them. But they're but he goes through some key passages in the New Testament where psyche is mentioned. For instance, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world if he loses his own psyche? The son of man is come to give his psyche as a ransom for many. The good shepherd gives his psyche for, the, for his sheep. He that finds his psyche shall, shall lose it, and he that loses his psyche shall find it. My psyche magnifies the Lord. The first Adam was made into a living psyche. These are just to name a few. The reason why Victor White goes to the New Testament like that is to show that in some of these passages, you might translate it soul. In some others, you might translate it life. So these are synonymous terms that the soul of man is his life. It's the entirety of man. It's not just one part. And of course, as he notes, the Bible doesn't give us philosophical definitions of the soul. But what it does give us is the word psyche, which is used in such a broad context that it covers the whole range of life. He looks at the Psalms even and how the Psalms, when it speaks of the soul, it, it has this entire range of human emotion and human experience, prayer, praise, resentment, anger, love, hate. All of these things are experienced in the soul. So therefore, the theologian cannot allow that any sector of human life lies outside of the human soul or the psyche. He's concerned with, the theologian is concerned with the entirety of man, the whole man. Later philosophical definitions of the soul only confirm what we saw in scripture. So through the early church fathers into the incorporation of Platonic philosophy and Greek philosophy, they all assert that the soul is the principle of life in the, in the human person, that it's the soul that gives life. And the soul is concerned with the entirety, again, of the human person, from the lowest activities of breathing and nourishment and growth and reproduction, all the way to the highest in the human person of thinking, to judge and to discover abstract ideas. All human experience is contained within the human soul. What Father White begins to argue and begins to see in his conclusion is that perhaps the distinction between soul and psyche is not as clear as as we thought, that it's the job of the psychotherapist 
to look at the whole person, their attitudes, their emotions, their thought patterns, their behavior patterns. But all of those are also in the soul. So the dividing line between soul and psyche may not be as great as we think or as clear as we think. So neurosis, character problems, psychological problems, all of these are less separable from spiritual matters than we thought. And for Father White, he sees depth psychology as a fuller integration of the psychological and the spiritual dimension of man, principally the depth psychology of Carl Jung. Because for Jung and the Jungians, religion is an indispensable function of the psyche and of man. That in fact, it's man's disconnection from his religion and his soul, as it were, that causes the rot and decay of his mind and of the Western world. In Jung, Father White sees this incorporation, this bridging of the gap between religion and psychology once again, that the Jungians look at the entirety of man. They look at his behavior, his psychology, but also his religion, which for Father White, a, relig a legitimate psychology cannot disregard man's religion. They cannot disregard his soul. So in conclusion, for Father White, there is no legitimate separation between psychology and religion. So you might say that the soul is the entirety of the man. It, it encompasses everything. And psychology, or the man's psyche, is one element, the, perhaps the higher element, that is subsumed under the, the word soul. So perhaps psychology confines itself to the psyche or the mind of man, but theology, religion, concerns the whole man, including his mind. So for Father White, theology cannot accept a restriction of just the religious, that theology only concerns a religious component. But in fact, the soul and theology concerns the whole man. Father White says, Religion can no more exclude from the soul what belongs to the psyche than psychology can exclude from the psyche what traditionally is ascribed to the soul. So yes, while perhaps theology subsumes everything that psychology holds, there can be a legitimate integration of both of them. That's partly what my master's thesis is on. So you'll probably be hearing more about soul and psyche, this book, throughout the Monday Muse. I may make it a, a reoccurring theme uh, going through this book, Soul and Psyche. Let me know what you think, but I will end it there for today. Remember, if you have any questions, you can email me at basicallyrelatedpodcast at gmail.com. I'll see you next week.